0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. Now, I am someone who the only witch named Wanda that I acknowledge is the Scarlet Witch from the Marvel Cinematic Universe because this movie was trash. And that's my take. We'll get into it. But I am the Brazilian Dragon Felipe and I'm not alone. I am joined by someone whose favorite frog is Frog and Toad. Frog. But also she is joined by Scooby-Doo in her own way. It is Lindsay. Lindsay, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to Scooby-Doo.
1: I, every time you ask me to do this, I get so excited. I will never say no.
0: Even though every single time that you come on, for the most part, it's been uh, the movies that you don't like, where it's not, it's the supernatural and not the mysteries.
1: Yes, but that's what's more fun, right? Like if we just came on here and talked about how amazing the Scooby-Doo movie was, like that's not, that's not nearly as fun.
0: Yeah, you want to rip the movie to shreds. And like, just to preview to the listeners, uh, Lindsay and I, We did not enjoy this movie. It's so bad. (laughs) It was a struggle to get through. And I did not remember the first one being this much of a struggle. Was it?
1: No, definitely not. The first one is like you just, you go in knowing it's a Cartoon Network movie. It is what it is. But there's pieces, there's like a nostalgia factor to it. This Mm -hmm. just not, like if you're a fan of the first one, this one almost has nothing to do with the first one. There are so many storylines that just, don't add up if you've seen the first one and then other than one scene where um daphne and fred in like a haha moment are wearing the costumes the the normal costumes that we're all used to seeing uh different variations of daphne and fred in there isn't really a nostalgia piece to it either
0: there's some fun meta stuff I, I, here's what i'll say um i have a theory why this movie was not good and if you look at the date it was released it was like basically a year after the first one. So mm-hmm. I think they just scrambled to get a second one done. It filmed in March in Santa Clarita, I think. And then it was released in, in October. Um, and this is, I'll start with the positives. I liked Scooby-Doo. He made me laugh a couple of times. I um, appreciated the fact that they were making a live action movie that was authentic to the cartoon series with the, the cartoon sound effects. Scooby-Doo running through the paint door. And um, I had one more pro. Oh, <laughs> the last song was laughably bad and that entertained me, uh, the song. And that was like, that was the last good thing about the movie. Uh, I really did not enjoy this movie. Um, I think everyone in this movie deserved better. Michelle Nichols did not deserve to be associated with this trash. Um, rest in peace, queen. And uh, she, she was the senator for one scene. Um, and, like, I appreciated some of the meta humor, but, uh, uh, yeah, this movie was not it. And I'm sure we can get into it when we recap it. But, Lindsay, any, any big pros that you want to start off with besides the ones that I listed or add on to the ones I listed?
1: Ugh. I mean, I just, like, none of the characters were likable. Not even Shaggy. Uh, Scooby had his moments. I think he was probably the most likable. And you're right. He did have some funny quips. If I if I really had to pick one pot, oh, it was only an hour and twenty two minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and five minutes of that was credits.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I didn't watch. Yeah. Um, I do you think though? I and I tried to look this up and I couldn't find it. Um, I think it's because if you search can, like canceled third Scooby Doo movie, it's referring to the live action one with Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. Do you think the original plan was to make a third?
0: of this franchise with Robbie Amell yeah. and Haley Kyoko? Yeah. I yeah. assume so?
1: I do too. I I don't think I I it really felt like they were setting up for a third and if I recall the first movie uh the ratings were fantastic and then with this and like people were super excited about it um and with the second one i remember reading that the ratings weren't very good and people didn't really like it so i feel like they just put the kapash on it but i do i did feel like they were setting up for a third one
0: yeah so i'm looking up here it's had 5.1 million viewers which is like not bad but for that era it was like bad comparatively
1: yeah well Um again it's like if it's like the anti-high school musical i mean that's a absurd comparison but think of imagine if the second one had like
0: 17 million viewers exactly
1: imagine if it had gotten less ratings than the first one that would have been a completely different story
0: yeah no i i'm just i think they just rushed it and like this is my take with like all of the industry right now like as i mentioned wanda maximoff from the marvel universe but like Marvel keeps churning out content faster than they can think of a good story. And it's like not worth the investment if you're not going to have a good story. Cause at the end of the day, yes, it is a business, but your business loses money if it's not going to be good. Cause you want to have, you want to tell it for the purpose of the story. I think they didn't have, the story was very thin. Like obviously we have our own quibbles with the supernatural being the bad guy, but like, There weren't even side characters that much, and like that's part of the fun of Scooby Doo is like them interacting with like random one-off characters we never see again, and who could be the suspect? Like,
1: right? It you knew who, so I remembered from watching it who the suspect was, but I always like I did with the first one, I tried to watch it from the lens of let's pretend that we don't know, and it's so obvious, and it physically like it physically couldn't. I don't know physically is the right word, but it it mathematically i I don't know what the right word is but it was impossible for it to not have been velma because there were no other characters
0: (laughs) yeah like when the movie first started so i had never seen this movie before and i met daphne's uncle and i was like oh it's him and then like as the movie went forward i was like "Mm, it might be velma and then like when they were basically chasing the witch and it was like oh velma's not even in this scene it's obviously velma like like uh in hindsight like from the first scene it spoiled the movie like when they have the like that was actually fun that was an interesting choice like I will give them that that was like a good choice compared to like the rest of the movie so it's not saying much so that's why it stands out to me um but like the fact that they like had uh them like uncover the person and we were like it's you but then in hindsight it's like oh obviously it was Velma yeah um I
1: just there was just it's weird. I felt like there was too much going on while simultaneously nothing going on.
0: Yeah. Oh, this movie was a struggle to watch. It wasn't the worst Scooby Doo movie I've watched for this project, but that's saying something.
1: What's the worst one? Arabian Nights, right?
0: Arabian Nights is offensive. So that is like oh, okay. up there. Um, I also really did not enjoy The Boo Brothers in hindsight, which is so sad. Oh, I hated that I one as, the Boo a kid. Brothers as a kid.
1: I hated Boo Brothers as a kid. I remember that.
0: Yeah, but, uh, like, the only one of this, like, genre that I enjoy, I mean, Zombie Island is good, Witches Ghost is good, like, some of these, like, that aren't in the, like, that are more supernaturally, they're still good if they were, like, in the earlier stuff, like, Zombie Island is one of the most popular ones, from what I know, Um, but uh, Ghoul School is the only one that kind of, like, can survive, and that's, like, also the first hour is so much better than the second hour for that one okay it was the first
1: half it's not oh um, my gosh wait felipe i have to tell you a story before i forget that's off topic go ahead I'm, you're the only person who would appreciate this i've been so okay, excited to tell you so i played kickball and this guy joined our team that i didn't know and his name was melvin and i was like oh my gosh like melvin do and he was like i don't what does that what does that mean i don't know you what is going on and i kept asking everyone i was like you guys get that reference right?" And nobody got that reference. And I was like, remember in the Scooby-Doo movie when uh, they're at Spooky Island and they get a phone call and he's like, uh, Doo? And, and the guy on the phone goes, no, 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 they're looking for a Scooby-Doo. And everyone's like, no, nobody's going to remember that scene.
0: Was his last name Doo too or no?
1: No, it wasn't. Okay um which is why this reference is so absurd and then i showed everybody the scene and they're like yeah nobody's going to remember that i don't know why you're piecing that together but i just i got so excited and i now listen you Lindsay.
0: have found your people Lindsay. we would all I know. appreciate it yeah they're so out here
1: yeah i call him melvin Dew now
0: so. yeah you should like if, if you get jerseys you should like put it do on his jersey <laughs> yeah um yeah no i i i appreciate you also like The fact that this, so I did some research before the podcast, apparently the original one that we watched last year in June uh, The Mystery Begins uh, has been referred to as Scooby-Doo 3, like even though I don't think it's in the same canon because it's obviously different actors uh, it's kind of like the prequel of it but I I don't I don't subscribe to that even if that's what they've tried to market it as Well Um,
1: and that also doesn't make sense because in these two movies there is the supernatural aspect whereas in the in the um, live action i'm calling it live action but the good live action movie yeah the whole thing is they're they're saying monsters aren't real monsters aren't real monsters aren't real we always prove that monsters aren't real oh crap monst- monsters are real so yeah. that also would make no sense
0: remind me how scrappy got all the like zombie like what did he do like a spell like because does that is that supernatural because i know at the end of the day it was scrappy who did it yes but like uh, how I- did he get the, them to all be possessed yeah, it was something. Cause I don't mind if there's like a supernatural element as much as you do. Because I know I know you you really hate that part. But as long as there's still a mystery involved, that's like my big thing. Like this was not a mystery that like was havocing the town before they arrived. It really started when they arrived. And they didn't
1: solve it, right? Yeah. It just all of a sudden it got revealed to them. And they were like, we have been so oblivious to this this was not even in the realm of possibility
0: yeah no because I I love the like a lot of the movies and also like the classic episodes'll we'll start with like completely removed from the gang It's like a janitor cleaning cleaning the museum hallway and then the monster attacks or like in the last one I watched with Nicole it's like the campfire story is told and the woodsman attacks like this this is just like they show up they're walking around they're like part of the community and then Velma gets possessed and then like creates the frog monster it's not like oh this was already a thing and then the fact that they show up is just a convenience because they're like the mystery gang
1: yeah I was and to answer your question I don't exactly remember how he stole everyone's souls but it involves stealing souls and
0: then well if if I get the chance to steal the remote in the break room I will be putting on the Scooby-Doo live action because it is a masterpiece oh it's good Uh, so I will do that next time I'm at work and hopefully I can revisit also because like I would like to spend the time and rewatch it because it is that good of a movie. Oh, I love but it. I, I don't think I have the time to do that tonight. So,
1: no.
0: uh, yeah. So do you want to start like breaking down the plot and then like I'll yeah. probably jog your memory of other things that frustrated you?
1: Yeah. let's go. I mean, I, I took some notes.
0: Yes. Oh, I love the Lindsay notes. Because oh, yeah. um, did you also write down more stuff about fashion? Because that's always the thing with you. You always love the fashion. I did. I did. Okay, because good. I had some grief. Some all points. right so um we start off and uh the gang minus velma catch the culprit and they're all like shocked and then scooby's eyes go wide which i like like we'll talk about how like specifically with scooby but throughout the movie there's like a cartoony aspect which i did appreciate because it's like okay this is if it was like a live action version of the cartoon they even had an acne paint bucket which is like big in the hanna-barbera cartoons um right mm-hmm. or is that like a real thing I'm googling it. Cause I'm pretty which sure by it's the not-
1: w- which by the way Oh from that- the game yeah. Yeah. And by the way that one scene gave away who the villain is.
0: <laughs> yeah, because the you see the other four members of the game being like, it's you and we haven't even met any of the other characters yet. No. But like so- in hindsight, I'm kind of dumb for not picking up on that, but I didn't really realize Velma was not in that scene yet. So yeah. I'll give myself the benefit of the doubt, but that, I felt dumb in that moment afterwards. Um, but then we get the one week earlier little Chiron uh, and we Shaggy is like waiting for Bell to Ring, and then the clock rewinds, which I was like, this is in hindsight, now that I'm talking out loud, it's like, okay, this is obviously they need a couple extra seconds of footage. <laughs> They are padding the runtime to hit that 90-minute mark what, and so they can add commercials. Yeah. Um, But we get them, and then Shaggy's dancing in the daydream. And at this point is when I texted you, it's a musical, because I didn't even realize this. And then we don't even get to the musical numbers yet, because this is a fake one. But I was like, is this a musical? Which, in hindsight, it probably would have been better as a musical.
1: Which, and if we're going to make it a musical, can we have, how do you pronounce her last name? Haley Kiyoku?
0: I think it's Kaylee Kyoko. Yeah, have okay. her sing.
1: Have her? Why is she not singing? She's the only person I would want to have sing.
0: Speaking of her, we have some headlines in the Hayley Kyoko cinematic universe. Ooh. I don't believe you are a Wizards of really Place. Oh, I know really. what you're
1: about to talk about.
0: Yeah. I know what you're about to talk about. The creator confirmed that Alex Russo was a bisexual queen and she and Stella, played by Hayley Kyoko, were like supposed to be in a relationship, but that didn't fly with Disney at the time. Um, so they, but he revealed that this week and, um, like then the, the TikTok that Haley Kielke did a while ago, where she's like, you're not straight Stella. Look at this hair. Um, people were like talking about that again, but, uh, we have some news for the Scooby-Doo podcast, which is timely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You weren't a Wizards of Waverly Place person, right? No, it was after. after Yeah.
1: Like I was watching the last season of Hannah Montana as like a junior in high school, and I feel like
0: yeah, and Wizards came. When did Wizards come? Wizards was like two thousand seven or eight, and then it ended in like two thousand twelve. I want to say so I I was on and off with like parts of the last season. Um, like I haven't seen every single Wizards episode, but I've seen almost every episode. Um, So I
1: feel like it came out then. Where I was finishing up the shows I did like on Disney, but not yeah. looking to add to start.
0: Yeah, you, you were like, that's how I feel about Good Luck Charlie. Like, I finished that, but I wasn't starting the stuff like that. Yeah. Like, um, no, I, I love Wizards. I think that's, that's possibly my favorite Disney Channel show. There's like a couple up there Hannah Montana's up there, uh, Zach and Cody up there. But like, Wizards, is just the fact that like most of them were Latino actors and yeah. it was a Latino family that like was important to me uh but it like upon reflection of course uh but i've also actually started listening to uh there are two rewatch podcasts right now that are interesting from that era uh wizards for me but then uh ned's declassified which i think you would actually enjoy that podcast
1: i've listened to i think i listened to the first episode i just Lindsay, what's her name Ah. just drives me nuts and and my heart breaks for her because she has gone through some stuff and I'm yeah. very empathetic and it's just I don't know there's something about her that I can't, I had to block her on TikTok because she kept appearing on my oh, feed. No. I, like, I don't yeah. I don't want this I no, I can't watch you every day
0: uh Devin Werkheiser was actually at the Bryce and Wendell party apparently
1: well I mean he has nothing else to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was he also like uh, so I've been binge listening while I was like doing other stuff it's kind of background noise um, apparently he was in the Rust movie. Uh huh.
1: He like finally gets a job, and then someone dies on the movie. That and so now no one's gonna go see it, because who can stomach watching that movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, and he was talking about that on the last episode. Um, but like it's more stories about their life, and like um they like had a whole episode about like when uh, Devin got. Was the guy who plays cookie daniel to like smoke his first joint and i was like oh this is more interesting than the recap of the ned stuff like oh yeah like t- tell me more of like the s- stories about like ob- like obviously you're gonna be like oh we had fun we were kids on a set Yeah, but do you think this cast had fun this could be doing like
1: <laughs> oh ah. you know what i usually do and i didn't do it i'm mean, you know what i'm gonna do it while i'm talking to you sometimes when i'm watching old stuff i like to see who from it follows each other on Instagram. Ooh, so let's like I've researched the OC cast. Like none of them <laughs>
0: really Ooh.
1: They, I think they do now that they've gone on and done the that recap podcast. Um, but let's see, like if Kate I'm just gonna look and Haley Kyoko
0: Haley... and like do like Nick Pilatus or Kate Melton because like maybe she okay. follows Robbie Haley- Mel.
1: Haley does follow Robbie Mel.
0: But like Robbie Amell is also is he though is it him or his cousin that is the Green Arrow?
1: Green as his cousin. But, uh, but uh, Robbie
0: Amell's an upload like he's a big name. He's a big enough. What name is? What's the name. what's Daphne's last name? Kate. What? Melton M e l t o n. Not her. Oh, she doesn't follow her. No.
1: And then Nick. No. Oh, she's not, no. So just Robbie Amell. I feel like they had to know the second one. They're like oh, okay, this is they
0: they, they felt like if they were forced to be there again like they were i feel like they probably had fun with like what they were trying to do but like they were trying to do their best with the lousy script um this also gives like it was done in two weeks
1: yeah it definitely gives out it, you know what it gives me the same vibes as like uh, cheaper by the dozen two where you watch okay. that and you you were like okay there's no way hillary duff was on this set for longer than like a week
0: yeah uh, the, a lot of the cast was also separated, like, so you could tell, like... Um, I mean, Haley Kiyoko was, like, comparatively, barely in the movie. And then Robbie Amell and Kate Melton were kind of by themselves for a lot of time, so they could, like, really film this, like... And,
1: yeah, and, you know, that reminds me of one of the points that I didn't like about this movie is Scooby had, like, no interactions with anybody except for Shaggy. He was Shag. the
0: most expensive cast member.
1: Yeah, there's just... He was not like there was no freddy shaggy scenes or they didn't feel like a group it just felt yeah. like there's these four people and then shaggy talks to scooby and that's really scooby's only interaction
0: yeah that said scooby did crack me up a couple times like uh, i appreciated like this felt like the most in line with the james gunn scooby-doo movie where scooby was hilarious in those two films and yeah. this felt the most like connected to like that live action universe. But I I feel like the first I I remember the first one was not this bad. I think I no. gave it like a three and a half, and you still gave it like a one and a half, just because it was like yeah. not the same. Um, but like you still enjoyed it enough to like get it, like it was watchable.
1: Yeah, what this were was your... borderline unwatchable. This is yeah. So it they right off the bat they reveal Daphne and Fred are a thing because we catch yeah, them yeah because they're making out of, it out of the van. Car.
0: What were your thoughts on that? Um, I, At first I was thinking about, like, what? how did they leave the last movie? Because I remember they were, like, a little... Far, I probably could find my notes. I could like, tell you. So in the first
1: one, what ends up happening near the end is that, like, Daphne and Fred have kind of been flirting, and then Daphne makes Velma hot, and then all of a sudden the guys are like, whoa,
0: who's this? Yeah, Fred needs to be bonked.
1: Yeah, and then... So Daphne gets jealous because Velma says, oh, you know, I actually think Fred's kind of cute. Remember, she like accidentally pokes her yeah, she's or something and then because she got gets jealous and Fred has a moment with both the girls and it's kind of left unresolved. So I very, very vividly remember going into this movie thinking like, dope, we're going to we're going to get this love triangle. We're going to get, you know, this is going to be interesting. And they just it's as if none of that happened.
0: I want to, I'm going to Google, Uh, I'm going to Google see how uh much overlap there was with the creative team for this movie as well as the last movie.
1: Like, it's legit. And so when they're explaining how they got together, for a moment, I thought Velma was asking, like, she sounded a little jealous, but then I realized, oh, no, she's just asking. It's, again, it's as if none of the events from the last movie happened.
0: Yeah, no, so... This is um, this is the same screenwriter, same director. Um, it's just yeah, it's uh, it was probably too rushed. Like they probably didn't, or maybe they just was never supposed to be good. Like even if they had three years, it was not going to be good. Who knows? No,
1: I just that really upset me. Like it just didn't make sense. It felt rushed. It didn't feel organic. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we end oh, up. And- ha- Go and even
1: ahead. even when she explains the moment they had that made them realize they liked each other, I'm like, no, there was a completely different move moment. Yeah, in the first just like use the extended. old footage.
0: What? This was a waste of time. You could have used the time you filmed the barn stuff in, like making the script better.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: Uh, but so we find out some I don't even I didn't care to write the guy's name down, like because I so how do I do the process? I watch the movie on my own. And then I speed watch it while I take notes uh, on as a rewatch because it's all fresh. I can kind of like pick and choose what I want to write down. When I was running, I was like, I'm not going to write down the name of this barn owner. Who cares? He's not relevant. Yeah. But um, they have to work summer jobs to pay him back.
1: Which was so, I was so confused. I was like, weren't they helping him solve a mystery? Did they not have his permission to go in the barn? Yes. I. What am I not understanding?
0: But um, Uncle Thorny... Uh, Daphne's uncle uh, gets them summer jobs at his uh, country club uh, and uh, we get um, Trouberg's owner of the lake oh sorry I'm ahead of my notes this movie is so bad that I don't even I skip parts of the scenes they had the little map thing where that was like a cool little well, feature
1: and I thought it was really funny when uh, it just made me remember how old this movie is where Daphne asked Fred did you print out the directions that I sent you
0: yeah I know because uh, that point we didn't have iPhones, or wait, no, we probably had iPhones. It just wasn't like as advanced. Yeah, as it, it was wasn't was. as common. Yeah. Um, so we get to Trauberg's owner, uh, their like bait shop basically, and she warns of the lake monster and how it's returning to er- Erie Point, which is where they're working. Here, have you ever been to Lake Erie? I have not. Me neither. Um, but apparently, it's lit according to this movie. Um, but we get velma who is uh so they are there and she like t- points out that there's like this curse um and then they get to the uh country club and shaggy is trying to unload the Scooby snacks the big stash and he falls backwards and velma catches him in the same way that daphne was caught by fred and he becomes smitten for velma and what you think, Lindsay? Also, at this moment in time, after you say that, I have to ask you a question. But let me get your opinions on that first before I change this topic.
1: Wait, sorry. You. The question is...
0: Uh, what do you think of Shaggy falling into Velma's arms and Shaggy's yeah. crush on Velma?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking about the next question. Um, yeah, that felt really forced. Again, I guess that kind of if we're complaining that storylines from the first movie don't fall into this one, there is a moment in the first one when Velma gets quote-unquote, like, has her she's all that moment, uh, Mm -hmm. where she's all of a sudden hot, um, and Shaggy's like, ooh, so I guess there was an attraction in the first movie, but it just felt so, so random and forced and, like, you fell in love with her because she helped you? I don't, I don't.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, uh if that's how people fall in love then people can start falling into my arms more often because right i am ready i i want a future of romance and a Lindsay probably wants a romance too so let's just start catching people
1: (laughs) i yeah i completely agree it was just ah it just didn't make i don't know
0: now follow up this is slightly related did you watch velma i did the not
1: the review well as soon as i heard scooby wasn't in it i'm like i'm not watching this yeah. and then the reviews were so bad i'm like I'm not you're not
0: a big mindy kaling, kaling person anyways right
1: i love the sex lives of college girls okay i need I, to watch that still
0: i've i've heard oh, great things Steven. i need to watch it but yeah, it's just fantastic, fantastic.
1: Stuff. it's absolutely fantastic but i also don't think she's a writer on that show i think she's just a creator i like um, never
0: have i ever also i don't know if i haven't
1: seen that, that. Obviously, love her on the high
0: school show person like these days. You don't seem like the person who's going to go back and watch current high school stuff.
1: No, I think it gives me PTSD. Yeah. I think I'm like, ah, don't do this dumb thing. Or I think, like oh, you were, you did that. And that's why you have all these issues. Um, I will say, though, I am absolutely obsessed with wanting to know whether or not BJ Novak is the father of her children. (laughs) Yeah. I would give anything to know that.
0: She doesn't post photos of her kids, right? No. Which but is, she no also... Like I know a lot of parents don't do that. Like, no, yeah, but
1: she's also, there's no father on the birth certificate. Like, it's a whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm curious, not as curious as you, because I, oh, I, I would, give would up not pay money for it, for it. But I know Lindsay is fascinated by it. Now, um. we can talk, I talked a little bit about Velma, but, it, like, the first few episodes were a struggle, but, like, they weren't as bad as this movie. I'll give it that. Um but it didn't feel like authentic to the origins that said it does get better and there was a cohesive narrative and it was interesting what they were trying to do i just didn't enjoy it as much as i had wanted to enjoy it um but it is going to get a second season i'll check that out when it comes out um it was renewed before like the first episode dropped i think for a second season but uh to be fair to mindy she was also just the ep she wasn't like a writer on this um and she was the voice of velma of course um but, yeah, I just wanted to get your takes. I'm going to be asking all my guests that if they checked out Velma at all because I want to know what people thought. Um, I, I enjoyed Velma more than I enjoyed this movie. Well, that's that's not a high bar, but... <laughs> After I finish all the movies, should I rewatch Velma <laughs> for the podcast or not put you myself should. in should! It's
1: all things Scooby-Doo.
0: Okay. Yeah, because there's just... You don't so have to do all the
1: episodes, content. but at least the pilot or something.
0: Yeah, I'll do a couple episodes of, like, all the big ones, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's a future me problem. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to get your perspective. Great voice cast for Velma, though. I will say, they, like, pulled through, like, a lot of comedians show up. Nicole Byer has a prominent role, and I love her. Um, I know you're a big Taylor Tomlinson fan. She wasn't in it, unfortunately, but, um, there, like, there's, like, a lot of comedians in this, so it's fun in that sense. Like, every time I was like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. Um, but, oh, there's a big plot line where Norval, as he's called in the show, is into Velma. Um, so that's why this reminded me of it um
1: well and i like in um where are you scooby-doo i feel like that was the perfect level and i feel like they couldn't do that on shows these days where the attraction between daphne and fred was always there enough that you were like you could sense it they just never really pulled the trigger and then they i love the way they tiptoed around velma and shaggy like i remember um there's one episode where there's a school dance and Shaggy and Velma are dancing and there's clearly, they, they're not attracted to each other, but the show at least like, I don't know, makes it like, this could be a thing, but yeah. we're not actually going to do it. Cause no, but it's because enough. we all know
0: Velma's a lesbian anyways. So yeah. 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 Um, which they did uh, explore in the show as well. Um, and uh, I think that was like, since we talked, there was like an article that was basically like, yeah, Velma's canonically gay. Get with the yeah. program. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had one more. Oh, one Mindy Kaling project that I do love is the movie Late Night. I absolutely adore that movie. Never heard of it. No. Uh, it's with um, one of the guys from Veep. I forget his name. Uh, but it also has um, Emma Thompson. Uh, it's like basically she's like a woman late night talk show host. And Mindy Kaling's trying to be a writer for it. It's, it's, it's a good, fun movie. I liked it. Okay. I thought it in theaters twice. Wow. Um, because I did not want to see yesterday within twenty four hours of seeing it again. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, um uh where were we? Uh so Fred is very casual when Shaggy asks him, Oh my god, Christina, what are you doing?
1: She's trying to get attention.
0: Um, so uh Fred is very casual when Shaggy asks him for advice. Daphne is like, Oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend.
1: Very grease. Mm-hmm. Like tell me more tell me more are you gonna
0: watch rise of the pink ladies
1: i'm not no
0: i see trailers for that sometimes when i'm watching paramount plus i'm like i
1: i just don't i'm not a big prequel person i i think a lot of times look sometimes it works um but i think most of the time what's fun about these movies is the like not having all the details. like I know Joker literally won Joaquin Phoenix a, a an Oscar, but to me, when I watched the um, uh, Dark Knight, thank you, half the fun is the Joker tells like seven different iterations of how he got his scars and how he became to be, and we don't know the truth behind it. That's what makes the Joker the Joker, and then you put out a movie like, like Joker, and then uh, now the mystery's gone. I don't need every origin story ever told and there are
0: some that like elevate the source material like i'm i will defend better call Saul till the day i die yes but like we don't need all these things to like start going and prequelizing like there's gonna be a mufasa prequel i don't need to know
1: that i don't need to know
0: that and And it's gonna be live action too we don't want that
1: no and i'm gonna watch mufasa and be like your life ends in a a really tragic way so any good things happening to you right now buddy like enjoy them (laughs) because It's coming.
0: Yeah. I'd rather a sequel than a prequel.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm 100% the same. Um, but yeah, so uh, Velma and Shaggy end up going to the beach. Velma mm-hmm. finds the moonstone. She te- She touches it and immediately gets sick. Yes. Um, at this point, where you're like, oh, she's um, yeah. possessed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Scooby uh, is walking around with the camera. The whole, I guess he's making a scrapbook because the end credit sequence is Scooby's scrapbook. Um, but uh, he's, he's at the buffet and the frog monster attacks and this is where Nichelle Nichols is which if you don't know she was on Star Trek she passed away last year uh, to the listeners and I'm like they do not deserve her presence in this movie no yeah I'm upset that she's like maybe she had fun I hope she had fun that's how I'm getting through this but um, that's yeah. probably where like, the budget should have gone that's yeah Yeah. um but yeah so the frog monster attack what do you think of the frog monsters
1: so i thought it was weird and i don't remember if it was in this scene or maybe later but where fred and dap fred keeps saying there's no such thing as lake monsters there's no such thing as lake monsters and daphne's like well i don't want to get close enough to find out if there are and i'm sitting here thinking you literally just dealt with ghosts like I don't yeah. why are you acting like this is so out of the realm of possibility when you just dealt with real life ghosts that to me made absolutely no sense
0: it It's wild like,
1: like i are we just pretending that that entire first movie didn't happen and now I that think? I
0: know it's the same screenwriters and directing team, I'm like, do you not care about continuity at all? No, but
1: they acted like. I don't know it's weird it's act they acted like they were friends but that their friendship wasn't based on that they literally solved a very real ghost mystery i don't like also i I don't know
0: there's nothing about them reading books wasn't that the whole thing that bonded them like detective stories like there was nothing about murder mystery not murder mysteries no no but like no
1: and and also fred at this point i'm just like you are a major douche like you have yeah. no re- at this point fred has no redeeming qualities to me
0: yeah no fred fred we like robbie Mel. we did not like fred no no not even remotely um so the gang talks to Elmore uggins who is the only known man to have f- photographed the frog monster and uh while they're going through there uh uh velma mentions the song by the light of the silvery moon which is as she says a vaudevillian ditty um and then shaggy sings it and then this is when i was like oh it actually is a musical because this is like a little vaudeville song that turns into a heavy metal don't like it
1: yeah mm. i yeah
0: but this is going to be a key part of the movie so like, I was just like, oh, they're just singing a random song. Because, like, I was not really paying attention to the movie that much, the first watch. Um, and then uh, Daphne and Fred worried about, they're worried about Shaggy. Um, and unbeknownst to them, they have given him opposite advice. Uh, Elmer was actually dressed up as Frog. They unmasked him. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to do it because I would get money. And I'd, I assume you haven't seen the show Gravity Falls no no but the whole concept of uncle stan or Grunkle stan who's like the it's about these two twins who go and live with their uncle for a summer called in this town called gravity falls and he's basically like a con artist artist like uh like store a gift shop store owner and who profits off of like the like fake uh like conspiracies of gravity falls or like kind of like the cryptids like the Bigfoot and like he'll have like Bigfoot swag, but like in that universe. So, this okay. is just what he was giving me flashbacks to. Um, yeah. And-, and
1: again, this didn't really do anything for the plot. Like, yeah, it wasn't that all of a sudden we thought it was this guy and it turns out it's not. And now we have a new suspect. It was just, let's ask this guy a question. Oh, it's not him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> again, padding the runtime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, just while we're talking about Gravity Falls, quick plug for the Gravity Bros podcast on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network uh there we go not even like intentionally but when it comes up i'm gonna do that um so uh now we get uh the cave lady wanda we get the flashbacks that's what comes of this but this was all like done in like weird like wonky like it was like a couple frames of footage and then it would cut to like like this whole like it wasn't even done like a full flashback like scooby-doo tends to do like they will have like the grayscale flashback of what happens but this this was not giving justice to the original cartoons absolutely not um but uh basically the story is that uh she made this warning to all the settlers um they didn't listen she attacked with the frog ladies they ended up burning wanda at the stake and now uh she has returned to finish her prophecy which on the one hand like pop off wanda they should not be settling your land but also like this movie should not exist. <laughs> I'm completely... Oh, that is
1: so dark. They burned her alive? Yeah. What? That is so dark.
0: Oh, there was also, like, some, like, analogies to slavery in this. Like, Scooby basically felt like Shaggy's servant at times. And the yeah. way that Shaggy talked to him, I was like, mm, I don't like this. It's giving... It was... giving me the ick.
1: Yeah. And it's just weird because if you're going to... I mean, not to get like too deep because it's not a deep movie, but if you're going to make it political, which you kind of are when you're talking about settlers and burning witches alive and blah, 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 you don't make the victim the bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Also, if you're going to make this kind of movie, make it in the correct state. This is a New England type story. This is not a Michigan. The witches were in Salem, Massachusetts.
1: I didn't put any of this together until you until we just discussed it. This is yeah, they literally were like, okay, this woman was robbed of her land and she's totally the victim, and then they murder her. We're gonna make the murderer the
0: the bad person. Justice because- for Wanda, what's her last name? Grubwort. Justice for Wanda, Grubworth. Oh,
1: I hate this movie even more now that I'm piecing all of this together. God.
0: I hate this movie that it's making me brute for this ugly witch, but she deserves the support because she was her land was stolen from her.
1: Yeah, no. I cannot believe they made this poor woman who was burned to death the evil person with no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have at least done it where, Wanda, you were wronged. Like, we want you to be free and be in peace. Like, please don't do this. And I don't know, she gets some sort of... I don't know. She was in heaven. I, I, I don't know. I
0: bet this was... I, it's, it seems like a, bro- a pair of brothers that wrote this movie. It's uh, Daniel and Stephen Altieri. Uh, it's giving white man.
1: Yeah, like, I cannot believe... Yeah, they really, they could have given that, and instead they're just like, nope, back to hell.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look up... Okay, so the director's a white man, and I'm going to look up these brothers. Um, anything else from, like, the scene with the Uggins? No. Yeah, they're all white, so uh, I I don't think they have a concept of, or uh, well, they might now, but at the time they definitely weren't aware. Which, uh, it's frustrating and making me dislike this movie more now that we discussed it as well. Yeah. Um, so we see uh, the next day that Fred is flirting with some girls at golf. Um, and Daphne sees it and is pissed because Shaggy also was like yeah Fred gave me some advice like play the field basically Um, (laughs) and then Velma is uh, they get interrupted uh, because well so first then Fred and Daphne have a confrontation and then she's like super dramatic she like says something something and then kisses him passive aggressively and then leaves and he's Mm like oh like president of the drama club for sure Yeah, which
1: okay there's some that was referenced in the first movie so i, I guess thought there's... that was a
0: choice i don't know if i loved the choice but i was like okay kate melton you make a strong decision that is like an acting choice that i could yeah i believe she thought about
1: yeah I but the I whole she's it. the president of the drama club that was mentioned in the first movie
0: yeah so that's continuity which we also like
1: continuity yes
0: big fan and then we see velma she caught the security footage and then she sees that oh they're like oh zoom in you can see who it is just zoom in closer closer and then she spills her green tea and it short circuits the footage which i don't think that's how it works but okay um pop off wanda the witch um so uh we later seen a flashback that velma like is smiling about it so i i I want. I'm curious how, if they filmed that footage then, knowing yeah. the plot, or they were still cobbling the script together by that point when they were filming the scene.
1: Yeah, I I feel like they wrote it as they went along. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: So Daphne and Fred are very loosey goosey. Um. With their according to Fred, and there's a lot of tension at this point. Kind of Velma disappears for most of the movie, except for the date. Yeah. Um. So Scooby, uh, I did like that. So. Scooby's arc this whole movie is that he's mad that Shaggy is more into Velma and it's kind of like abandoning Scooby as his friend. And Scooby is like, uh, "Okay, let's go get some midnight snacks." And Shaggy doesn't even understand him, which I was like, Shaggy would always understand Scooby in the cartoon. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, what'd you think of the sandwich? It was like bread was with like some anything with mayonnaise
1: makes me. I think it's
0: <laughs> but it also looked like it had like some sweet. It looked atrocious.
1: Yeah, it looked disgusting. And again, this would have been a really cool, like, if Scooby's getting jealous, have him talk to Fred and have Fred be like, dude, you don't have to worry about, or something.
0: But like Scooby with a different character. Like, put him with Daphne or Fred, for sure.
1: Yeah, show the bonding with I'll other put him with characters.
0: Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> How um, big is this Scooby? It's,
1: so, for reference, this is, okay. So that's me standing.
0: Oh my God, he's like half your height. Oh my god, he's giant! Yeah, my friend, doing? my friend. Him, my friend won him at, at the fair
1: last year, and she was gonna get something for a little kid. And I was like, "Can you give me the Scooby?"
0: And what then, it, what was the game? Bottle up. Okay.
1: And she, it's really funny because her fiance, who's like my best friend, I play kickball with him. He's like a fair. He worked at the fair. He's good at all the games. He literally built replicas of the games and trains people how to do well. And she is now good at the games and she's just this like sweet girl from michigan who i don't think i should ask her um if she i who never thought she'd be good at carnival games but my scooby also i promised her that if i ever got a boyfriend i would donate it
0: and as you can see it
1: is still still here (laughs)
0: okay well you should donate it to me
1: (laughs) i will happily do that
0: um but for now you can have scooby until that day arrives because then I will give it back to you if for whatever reason you need him back. Oh, no,
1: I wouldn't. Trust me, I would need him back <laughs> for that reason.
0: Um, so uh, where were we? Uh, so uh, we get Daphne at the tennis game at night and Fred gets jealous. But like throughout the movie, I love you know? that.
1: I love that for Daphne. They made it seem like she did something which I don't like. They ended up making it act like she did something wrong. That's 100% what I would do. <laughs>
0: We also didn't see her do anything. She was just playing. No! With
1: the guy. She's making out with them or yeah. you know, like rubbing their leg.
0: Um, but yeah, no. So then we get the big frog attacking uh, and they start punching it, fighting it. They realize the frog is real. Um, Scooby ends up saving everyone and he uh, drives Shaggy down to the beach. And they fly into the sand thing. This is also where they have the costumes that you mentioned earlier, the Fred and mm-hmm. Daphne vintage costumes, um anything you want to add about that
1: i mean that was fun that was a fun the one nostalgic moment in the entire movie i liked it
0: i wonder like if they because did we get any velma costume vintage or shaggy ones
1: Mm. no and the outfits that they wear because they're most of the time wearing their um their uh work outfit so Mm -hmm. it's not even i mean like daphne has her headband but it's not purple um yeah i did notice when
0: they were go ahead (laughs)
1: I was gonna say that if we, there really isn't much to talk about with the passion because they are literally wearing their work outfits all the time and it looks nothing like uh, what we know them what we know them for.
0: The times that they're wearing regular clothing, they are in like very coordinated colors. So Fred is blue, Daphne purple, Velma yeah. orange, Shaggy green. But it's very, um, it's not common in this movie. Uh, I also noticed I w- so I saw the Fred and Daphne. Costumes like early on in the scene, like before they even wore them. Oh, I was like, oh, that's okay. cool. I wonder if they're going to have Shaggy and Velma, which they did not. Um, now, uh, we they go looking for Velma. It takes them until morning to find Velma, which, like, I okay. I um, was just,
1: say my friend is dead at that point. I would have gone yeah. to the police, by the way.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would have gone to the beach first. Like, yeah. like, look around the whole area. They probably did not start with the beach. No. Um, but, um so we see that uh the frogs attack oh um Wanda also confronts so we have this whole scene where like Wanda is like yelling at the frog that's also something and they see it from the costume shop uh Velma uh is at the beach in the morning she has these nasty warts on her hands um I just kind
1: of like blinked and we're like that's weird yeah
0: yeah whatever i would like take her to doctor asap literally i would full panic yeah uh but we get the purple on the ss daphne the pink uh so when they are driving to michigan they see the ss daphne as shaggy called it which is this boat in the water um and they notice that the pink uh, i don't even remember how but like something is connected to the pink paint and they like are like oh let's go check it out um but at this point scooby uh oh sorry no so they formed this dock plan and Shaggy is like, let me get on my knees and ask Velma out on a date. And she's kind of like letting him down gently. And he's like, oh, I get it. You would never want to go out with someone like me. I probably wouldn't want to go either. And he walks away sadly. And then Velma's like, actually, I'll go on a date with you, Shaggy. Uh, and it
1: still so made no sense. Why was she so against it? And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, actually, yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Unless that and was
0: the witch? part of
1: the witch. But that also doesn't really make sense because I don't know what benefit the witch
0: yeah, that's the only yeah? thing that, like, makes logical sense. But it's also, like, it doesn't make any logical sense. No. Like, no. Um, I mean, like, at that point, you've already made him sad. Like, most... He's just... I, I feel like she... It's naive of him to think she would actually change his her mind at that point. Like, maybe...
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just was weird.
0: Um. So... We get uh, Scooby trying to tag along. He's wearing a tie and he's super excited. He made me laugh at this point. And then he was like, uh, "Shaggy's like, oh, it's just gonna be me and Velma." And Scooby gets pissed. pissed. Um So he daydreams of this Christmas, which I was like, "Oh, neckcracker scoop." I um, where Shaggy and Velma have gotten married, and they adopt a new puppy and scooby's just shaking out of the winter and i was like okay this is kind of funny because it's so random and doesn't belong in this movie at all but i thought so it was one funny.
1: date that she didn't really want to go on
0: <laughs> and scooby is like stevie he's like like getting getting uh, ready to fight um so then he's like um he's like puppy love um so fred meanwhile continues to be jealous of the tennis and they start going over to the docks we'll come back to that story in a second we get this empty restaurant date because everyone's left town because the frogs. And uh, Scooby ends up being the waiter. And he's like, let me get the water. And he's like, in French, he's pouring the water. And, and before this, we also see Shaggy light the match so that he can light the candle. And mm-hmm, Velma mm-hmm. jumps and freaks out yeah. and drops her glasses. Um, and later, he's like, oh, this makes sense why she's afraid of fire. And I'm like, mm, she might just be afraid of fire. It doesn't have to be connected to the witch. But it it was because she the witch yeah. has trauma, understandably.
1: Which again, yet she's somehow the bad guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we uh, Scooby ends up this is what felt out of character. And this is the most, I feel like character assassination that happens to Scooby in this movie and maybe like yeah. any of the characters honestly is Scooby biting Shaggy. It wasn't on camera but it was inferred. And I was like, yeah. Scooby Dooby would never do this. Even if he's mad no. at Shaggy he wouldn't bite a human. That's like
1: no, that Out of dogs, character. dogs get put down for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they wouldn't do that.
0: We know where Scooby started. He was in the, like, animal shelter at the start of the series, um, according to the last movie of Continuity Matters. Um, so why would he do that to, like, his best friend, let alone, like, his owner, when he knows where he's come from? Yeah. Um, Any, any other thoughts on the restaurant date?
1: Were there waiters working? Like, how did Scooby get in there where were i just seem like see the really... chef too
0: yeah like, that, they
1: that had like a, a lady
0: bring them to their table right i think so yeah
1: so yeah it's i thought just... that was weird but just the whole thing yeah. made me we
0: then see also scooby and shaggy fighting like fistfights after velma leaves when shaggy gives her the moonstone uh, which then completes her scepter Uh, and this was another cartoony they had like the dust clouds and the foley artists were like doing the like swinging arm sounds from cartoons which is like the stuff from this movie that like worked for me of all the things because most of it didn't work yep um we get uh fred and daphne they are exploring the boat um they are bickering the whole time one of the frogs traps them into like one of the closets and they're bickering and they're trying to break up with each other uh and it's very childish um fred ends up breaking the window and saving them uh yeah. and they're like and then they go into shaggy's room and <laughs> Scooby's painting the line to defied and i did think this was funny when then shaggy's like oh what happened to you all and they were like we broke up no i broke up with you yeah and Shaggy's like i mean why are you wet and then yeah. they like have a conversation and then scooby pops in and it's like you're on my side of the room <laughs> and that would totally be me
1: yeah 100 percent, 100 um i thought there were there was potential with the Scooby uh, Shaggy relationship, but it was just so poorly done, di- or the, the dynamic of like, of course, I can understand why Shaggy, if she's just used to this guy constantly giving him essentially his savior. Right. He saved him from a life on the street alone. I can understand why he would get jealous of another person. However. That's why I don't like that the movie didn't explore his relationship with the other characters because if you look at the other like the cartoon shows and whatnot scooby wouldn't get jealous because he's just he's not as close
0: but he's
1: still very close to daphne and he's still very close to Velma. and again it felt like instead of them all being a team suddenly shaggy has to choose between velma and Sco- I, it just it was so poorly done i mean but the potential was there i, I think the it could have been be, storyline.
0: he got jealous of shaggy in the live action one right with isla F- fisher like when she, yes uh, she, you're
1: right he did yeah. but see she wasn't velma she was a yeah. completely outside person and the difference was as well
0: it was good writing I think
1: she was she was possessed and yep. Shaggy, or, and Scooby was trying to tell him she's possessed, she's possessed, and he's not believing her. So I think if Scooby had said, I think it's Velma, or I think there's, the witch is Velma, Velma's the bad guy, something like that, then and Shaggy ignored it, that would have made more sense to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's frustrating that the potential was squandered with a movie like this, when this is yeah. an interesting theme they could play with more. We'll see if it comes up again. Yeah. But... Um, I hope if they does come up then Scooby goes and hangs out with Daphne for the day or something like, um, but we get, uh, so in the mirror, this is Shaggy's best moment of crime solving in many movies. Um, so, uh, he is like, oh, isn't that Trowberg backwards? Like, uh, Grubwort is Trowberg backwards. And he's like, and then that's when Scooby says, uh, you're on my side of the room, which I wanted to ask you. You have siblings. Have you ever tried to divide your room in that like you're in my space? Probably not. No, but
1: too. we didn't have to share rooms. So okay,
0: yeah, no, I didn't have to share a room with my brother either, but like we definitely I would, have. I would have. I would have 100
1: percent done that if I did.
0: Um and Scooby would be on your side of the room for sure. 100%. Yeah. Um now uh they end up searching the Trailberg house, which was confusing because I was like, okay, later we find out it's the ladies. Home, I thought they were going to the bait shop. No, it's her home, they're just in her home, chasing on the (laughs) witch. And then at the end, she comes down the stairs, she's like, It's the witch, and she's my ancestor. Or also, um, I'm
1: not mad that you broke into my home.
0: Yeah, I was like, Huh? They did do the door thing that they did in the ending of the first movie, um, which is always fun to see. Uh, but this is where we get the scene from the beginning where it's like, It's you, I can't believe it. And then Scooby's eyes bug out. and we get scene one, Velma. Uh, and at this point, what did you think of how they handled the review, the reveal? Yeah.
1: I will say the, gra- I don't think their budget was that much higher for this movie than the last one, because the way the, the special effects, like they did with the ghosts in the first one were almost identical to yeah. this, with the which, I, I mean, they revealed it with a lot of time left, um. So it's it's that's very unlike Scooby movies. Usually, it's like the very last thing is that yeah. you find out who the bad guy is.
0: But then they had a twenty minute fight.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't no. feel very climactic. Very think, very anticlimactic.
0: I think most of this movie's budget went to uh, the effects. where they like the cartoon stuff or in Scooby yeah. getting yeah. Scooby Doo to be there, and then also like to do like the cartoons cgi stuff yeah i because um, like the bug out that looked actually clean when scooby goes into the painting i was surprised at how clean that came out yeah um but we uh the lady randomly is like oh you can use my scuba gear to go yeah into my God. <laughs> um so she gives the scuba gear to them uh oh we also find out that velma rebuilt the staff with the moonstone and possessed uh and wanda possessed velma uh just by her touching i was like but didn't shaggy also touch it did he not ever get possessed i don't know yeah Uh, yeah but um Haley kyoko's quota was partly higher probably um so uh the velma makes more scary frogs in the in the cave um shaggy tells velma all these like words of affirmation like you're cute you're funny you're sweet i love you um and uh meanwhile she gets more frogs daphne did have a line that i thought was good writing uh where she's like it's like biology class but this time the frogs are dissecting us yeah, so i think I it could have been it. cleaned up a little bit but i think the like idea was there yeah um and then this is where shaggy and or scooby ends up painting the thing that was something i enjoyed like seeing mm-hmm. i was like why is he painting and then i noticed the acne can and i was like oh this is like the looney tunes like yeah uh, the coyote and the roadrunner um and then velma says something about a moonlight uh or a shiny moon uh, a silvery moon sorry and Shaggy starts singing it and unpossesses Velma. Uh, the ghost flies out. There's a piece of the staff still uh, available, and Scooby just slams the moonstone into the into the rock, and Shaggy ends up kissing Velma, and they realize they have no chemistry. So you can break down the scene however you like.
1: Yeah. So first we have Daphne and Fred when they're running from the scary frog people have like a reconciliation but it turns out they don't actually get back together i guess that's like fred's one redeeming scene where he owns up to some of the crappy stuff he did i don't like that they made it seem like daphne was just as bad as fred like look playing games is never recommended do not get into situationships do not get in like if you want a relationship and the other person is saying that you guys are something casual use your words say this isn't what you want and then walk away from it however as someone who would play games <laughs> I, I get it I under completely understand what she did and she didn't she didn't if he hadn't done anything and she did that okay but she, he's literally going around telling uh their good friend Shaggy oh yeah I'm just doing the casual thing we're just having fun I, you know I'm all about playing the field and okay. so she talks to boys to two other guys in front of him and then he calls her like he didn't call her a slut but it, he called her a cartoon he called it what it was something like a manipulative sneaky a
0: stinky, yeah he was about to say a word he
1: was but it's cartoon network so he didn't and i'm like mm, i don't she she no this is not the same thing so i didn't love that that they made it seem like they were doing the same thing and cards then, up.
0: Fred's getting my LVP. So like. <laughs> oh yeah, same.
1: <laughs> same. Sorry, my foot is cramping. Oh no. Um, we're good. And then also, like, I I'm really glad Shaggy and Velma did not end up together. But it seemed really bizarre. We just didn't get an explanation. So Shaggy's in love with her. She falls in love with him back because he said he he proves himself to be this great person and he says all these wonderful things about her. And then they kiss and it's like, oh, no, never mind. Never mind. This this just made everything crystal clear. We don't actually like each other like that. That was weird. And then also Daphne and Fred decide to stay broken up and they are so cool about it, which I don't know about, you. I don't know how old they are, if they're 16, 17. I don't know any 17 year olds that would have been like, yeah, we went from dating and uh now we're 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 fine now we're just gonna pretend like it never happened and we are good friends and we're all cool kumbaya that would never happen that friendship is now that group is ruined
0: yeah ruined um, it's 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 frustrating that the the loving care for the characters didn't seem to be put in this movie and maybe that's a uh product of how much time how much budget they had but but I, I do like
1: that they broke up. I I yes. did like that because they could have easily had them stay together, which is though why I think that there was a third movie. I think they, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't know well, like the world will never know. No. Um. And if honestly, if it was going to be as bad as this one, I'm glad. No,
1: I don't want that. Yeah. No, no.
0: No. No. Imagine what the multiverse where there was like five of these sequels. Oh God, like I know. Oh God. No.
1: Um.
0: So uh, yeah, I didn't like the fact that Velma and Shaggy kissed. Anyways, we get them back at the country club. People have started coming back to the country club. Um, they get $10,000 for solving a mystery. So, like, they're rewarded for...
1: Breaking into that poor woman's
0: house? Yes, and also, like... I mean, granted, the witch came back as a ghost, but, like, she's still... We deserve reparations for that witch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think,
1: Oh, I didn't even touch on that, yeah. I hate that the resolution to this poor woman whose uh, land was taken from her and she was murdered, not just like shot murdered, burned alive in front of the whole town, murdered. The resolution is she's evil. she's we're gonna kill her. She's gonna go, I'm assuming back to hell, and uh, she's gone forever.
0: We're team Team Wanda,
1: and especially. If we really want to get deep about it, I feel like Daphne. Since Daphne's uncle owns a country club, I'm sure her ancestors like were involved in this at some mm-hmm. point. Yep. She's got well, more. Actually, meat.
0: the thing with Velma that I thought was fun—they played with the concept that Fred was like this rich, privileged white boy. And yeah. um, do you care about spoilers? No, not at all. His his mom ends up being the bad guy of the series. Are the Ooh. villain, and she's giving all these like kids lobotomies because they're trying to find a brain because Fred's a dumbass, so they're trying to have uh, find a brain that for them to have a uh, smart heir to the okay. company. Very <laughs> so, uh, get out. <laughs> yep. Um, there's even an episode where Fred goes to court, and like they're trying to play up that he's not actually that smart. He's like a dumbass. He's like a man baby because like he has a butler cut his hot dogs for him and feed him to him. He's like the sixteen year old boy. Uh, so that like they do it with fred but like we all know daphne is like i mean the one they go to scotland like her whole family has like this estate this like mansion there yeah um so uh and they also the uncle also says the line uh let's i'm talking to my lawyers we're gonna get you incorporated so that you don't face any legal troubles which in this movie it calls back to the barn which i got that when we were talking at the beginning but also like this does answer a question that I've always had: is like, where do they get the funds? Like, is there a Scooby-Doo like insurance package um, when you're when they come to town?
1: Yeah, like, and also, yeah, just keep burning people's barns and uh, they can't see you for it.
0: Yeah, this movie is all about burning barns and burning people. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. And then we get uh, this: Shaggy catches Scooby uh, when he falls, and then they fall in love, and then. Uh, we get the finale song, which is I Can Be Scared With You, which had parts disco, parts hip-hop, and parts, like, Beatles. Like- I'll be honest,
1: I didn't watch it. As soon as it started, I kind of, like, fast-forwarded to see if there was anything. I don't know, like, yeah. you know, sometimes they'll t- they'll show photos of, like, the rest yeah. of the summer or whatever. I was like, oh, there's nothing in here. No, so the I best didn't part,
0: though, it. was, like, when they actually pulled out, like, hard copies of different DVDs of Scooby-Doo. Because it's, like, that's, like, a yeah. meta aspect. It's, like, we're on DVDs and cartoons and, like everything you want to, or some, I don't know, the line, but then, then we get the scrapbook, uh, the, so Scooby, uh, the last thing that, you know how Scooby ends every move with, like, scooby doo Um yeah. He he's, like, they're discoing, uh, Velma and Fred have some, uh, uh, what is it, rollerblading disco, see, dancing together, and then Scooby-Doo does a headstand, it, like, he becomes, like, a drill, where he, like, uh, cuts through the ground, and then he comes up, and he's like Scooby Doo, and then that's we get the credits um, in the style of his uh, scrapbook. Um, but that's the movie, and thank God. And I watched this twice. Granted, one okay. of the times I watched it on three X, but
1: I watched I, this I while I was dog walking. Like I, I had my phone sp- and at, I was watching it, but I was walking a dog.
0: <laughs> the way I was, I would have fallen asleep if I watched this. So I started last night. I watched like thirty five minutes, and then I was like, okay. And then I went to Outback for lunch because I got um basically like an employee of the month gift card for a hundred dollars so i was like i'm gonna treat myself to outback well, and well, then i watched it at outback oh
1: yeah yeah no you have to be doing something else simultaneously, simultaneously. yeah
0: so i was like looking at my phone like doing the stuff while i was like yeah. listening to it um, yeah and then i like rewatched it so that's why like i missed the whole plot with the paint um even on the second time but Lindsay, we got through the movie any final thoughts before we get to our segments <sighs> it just
1: is so bad it's so bad there's ah there's just isn't there isn't one cohesive storyline the mystery isn't even really a mystery Mm -hmm. they just tried to do too much but didn't do anything at all at the same time like like i said there this was a fully political storyline and just nothing came out of it except
0: the rich people won yep as they tend to do unfortunately except for today if you saw the news. Yes.
1: Um, Although one of Paltrow did win her, but I think she deserved um, that. I think she was in the right with that one. Oh,
0: uh, I forgot that she's doing but like, I'm talking about something else. Oh, I know
1: what you're talking about. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah um, none, none, so, no. so uh, do we want to get into the, the shenanigans that we do here on the Scooby Snacks Absolutely. and Trance podcast? Absolutely. Because I don't want to think about this movie unless we're trashing on it right now. So. Yes. So this is what we do the recap for so that we can trash it. Or if it's good, actually, like, give it, give it, it's flowered. So, um, right now, uh, we're starting with the culprit game, which I had never seen this movie before, but I got it that it was Velma. Yeah, Velma. So I'm giving myself yeah. a point. Uh, yeah. But Lindsay, you've seen the movie before, you said?
1: Yeah, but I still would have figured. When you it watched out. it
0: the first time, you also clocked it was Velma. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. So, uh, that means my current score, I forget how I was doing this, Principal Deedle. Um, so, since you were the guest, we are going to do 25 to uh 24.5 and then because now we're averaged the scores of the previous co-hosts as well as their current guests so we've averaged and- everything out so i'm winning by 0.5 right now um because nicole got a point last time yep. so um and i had i had rewatched it so i didn't remember what my original take was um so uh in terms of the mvps lvps we both kind of like uh sh- uh forced our hand already you said yeah. uh fred as did i Anything yeah. you want to say about Fred's character and how, uh, why you're giving him that LVP specifically to him today?
1: He's just, there was nothing likable about him. Even when they tried to redeem him at the end, it wasn't that great. Um, he didn't add anything to the story. Like I said, he wasn't a very good friend to Shaggy. I think the potential. Redemption could have been him helping out Scooby. Like, maybe if they had had a moment and he could have been like, dude, don't worry, we're all friends. This isn't gonna change, blah blah blah. But there was literally not one scene in the movie that he came off as even remotely decent.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I the only other contender was really shaggy just because I didn't like. Well, he comes
1: off as a loser, like, he comes off likable but just a complete loser yeah
0: and then i didn't have an issue with the casting as much but like for whatever reason at the like the first 20 minutes i was like there was some oh uh, so there was the scene where he was asking fred and daphne for advice, because he was like, what if you had this friend named Scruffy, who had a goatee? Uh, No, that makes it obvious. But uh, he has his best friends with a dog, and he started with to, No, don't tell you're gonna, like, I didn't like that. That didn't feel like... No, he just came up. That was probably the same. (laughs) Also, like, listen, at the end of the day, Scooby's getting my MVP, but I almost considered giving him an LVP just because he bit Shaggy. I get it. I get it. But he did entertain me the most, so I had to give him that, because this is not gonna be based on how they solved the crime. This is gonna be purely how much I enjoyed them, and Fred was not it, this movie. so. Uh who are you giving your MVP? And I, I mean there's I, not really anyone you really could give a bonus MVP to, but if you find someone you can, I guess. Um
1: I was so Scooby gets my MVP too. Um he's by yeah. far the most entertaining character. I feel like Daphne could have got it if she hadn't gone back and been like, You're right, I was wrong, blah, 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 and like given Fred that that vindication. Um so she lost it for me there. Uh I mean I guess maybe the lady whose house they broke it. you know what? no 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 I'm giving it to the witch I'm giving oh it to God. the witch she does she didn't get a Bond redemption arc she did not get a redemption arc in the movie but I-, I am giving her her redemption arc in this podcast
0: now I just want to check in with all the people you've given MVP so you give scrappy and F- scrappy and fred MVP LVP for your first appearance velma and shaggy for your next one and then velma and daphne so this is the first time velma's not on the board oh no, that's a lie. But uh this is the first time you're giving Scooby a point. Um and I think yeah, everyone else you've given a point to already,
1: right? Okay. Okay. In some love capacity, that
0: positive or negative. Yeah. So that's fun to track the Lindsay stats as well. Cause Lindsay is uh besides like the people who have been on like for co hosting duties, uh you're the most frequent appearance for the Scooby podcast, which is fun. I you know love I'm trying Scooby to think
1: duty. I do. I'm trying to think though what I
0: could come back for yeah feel free to like so let's look oh. so we have legend of the phantasaur uh which is the next one so if you I want to break, all of
1: these were after my time
0: yeah no there are some of these that i don't even know what they're about like um but like if anything like we could probably like so this one's dinosaurs this one's like opera i think
1: but you know what? that um, would be kind of fun because everything i've watched i've been other than this movie like borderline expert right it's yeah you know, stuff that i remembered very vividly or i'd seen a whole bunch so it would be kind of fun to go in completely completely blind having no idea what's going to happen
0: yeah so uh i i'm excited to do that because like some of these i don't have any concept of um but you could also come back for the live action daphne and velma that's way in the future okay also
1: return to zombie island i've never seen and
0: that would be a fun excuse to have okay yeah for sure like, you can come back anytime you want, and I hope you know that. Um, Thank you. So, just, like, text me. I'll send you the list of what we have left, yeah. and then you can always – Oh, we still have the Courage one. Oh, that's a hero. Okay. Um, oh, we also haven't talked about since everything happened that, like, the Scooby-Doo – the Scoob sequel, basically. Uh, Ooh,
1: getting canceled.
0: got canceled, but now there's, like, apparently a bootleg online that people have found.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: So, maybe we can watch that. Um, Ooh, I'm I down. I never yeah. – so,
1: I tried to watch the original Scoob, and I was like, you're not Matthew Lillard. I don't like... There's no. go, too many ghosts. Oh, I'm over this it. This is the
0: arc of Matthew Lillard voicing Shaggy, though. So we we do have some more Matthew, Matthew uh, Lillard. But I'll send you a list, and we can figure this out offline. But you're always welcome back. Anytime I will never say
1: no to you. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you are busy, that's totally cool. And then this is not up to date, so I got to change all this stuff. Um, But uh, anyways, so how are you going to rate this movie, uh, Lindsay? I want to go to you first, because I already know my score. If you've been following me on Letterboxd and you saw it already, you can try to guess, I'm, but what are you giving I'm giving
1: point? it a zero. There's not one redeeming quality about this movie. It's a zero. So
0: I'm okay. going to give it a .25 just because I told Lisa she couldn't give it a zero, so just for Oh, then I'll do .25. Um, she wanted there's, to there's give the Loch Ness Monster one a point two five, but...
1: Okay, then I will do .25. This is the dumbest movie I've ever watched in my entire life.
0: In your entire life? I, okay. what?
1: I mean, look, Zac Efron we are your friends is a close second but that's at least a fun hate watch like this is not
0: fun yeah no there were fun moments but this is not fun so These that's why like,
1: were they actually fun or did they just seem fun compared to what yeah, it's was like,
0: going is it just like um, the one like good part of like a bad
1: yeah,
0: pie exactly. um, so this is not my least favorite Scooby Doo project just because I think there were parts that were watchable um, as you all know, the Scooby-Doo project got a .25. No, probably most of you don't know. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers, .75. I think I enjoyed watching parts of this movie more than I enjoyed. I, the Boo Brothers was much, very much a slog for me. I am going to... I ended up giving this a 1.5. And wow. my reasoning is out of five stars, I gave half a star for Scooby-Doo, Entertaining Me, half a star for me as a fan and as a film person appreciating what they were going for with like the meta commentary the live action cartoon stuff and then um, half a star for how laughably bad the last scene was the last musical number which you skipped so you didn't even experience
1: which I uh, maybe would have gone up a little bit
0: had I I don't think so I, I think yeah. you would have like hated it so much that you wouldn't have even appreciated and the only thing that you might have given it 0. .25 more for the DVDs that you saw like oh Alien Invaders is there <laughs> like that um, yeah,
1: and as much as I don't like Alien Invaded, or which one do I? Is it Alien Invaders I didn't like?
0: Um, yes, I think. Yeah. You love as, as much, too. yeah,
1: I do. As much as I don't like Alien Invaders, there is a nostalgia factor to me. The storylines, at least, seemed on par with the characters that we grow to love. There is nothing about this movie that triggers joy.
0: <laughs> and also, I only give it a one point five because Letterbox wouldn't let me give a one. Point two five, which is what I wanted to give it. So actually, I'm going to change it to 1.25 because okay, that's how I feel. Oh, we have a tie for the worst place. Ooh. this is tied with Arabian Nights, um, for the average score of 0.75, which wow. I think is fun. But I think Arabian Nights is like a worse movie. I think there it's more watchable probably, but it's more offensive. So, but this one's also kind of offensive not in the same what? way though not like depicting different cultural groups as mm-hmm. like bad people but yeah yeah but that is that is it for this movie Lindsay. in terms of our segments is there anything else you want to say about this movie or do you want us to stop talking about it so that you can go and protect your peace and never I'm, think about the movie again
1: i'm glad that things worked out for robbie amell and hayley kiyoko
0: Kiyo, yes, yes um and also uh the the best part of this movie is that i got to meet your scooby-doo friend um for this yes. podcast that is what i'm going to take away from this podcast another fun chat with Lindsay and scooby-doo appearing on the podcast for the first time ever yes um wait oh my god i have a scooby-doo too hey oh oh that's not big. as as big and as huggable as yours but No. Still, um yes. anyways Lindsay, what's next for you what are you doing these days Um, What do you want to plug? Also, I like to ask all my guests to give a pop culture plug of something they're watching, listening to, consuming uh, outside of the Scooby-Doo franchise or whatever piece of media we discuss on that episode.
1: Yeah, so I'm still doing all the Bronco podcasting writing. If you're a Broncos fan, uh, feel free to look up Be Crush Podcast, uh, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And if you listen on Apple, feel free to give us a five-star review.
0: I love the fact that it's two women talking about football.
1: Yeah, it's so fun it's like, so fun and then yeah. you have people who are like willing to come on because they're like oh like Gondia. yeah like gandia oh boy <laughs> <laughs> um and then so you can follow me on twitter at lindsay bebo and that's b-e-b-o-u-t now for pop culture what am i watching right now i right now i Ted Lasso and Abbott. Uh, okay. Well, I, actually, I just finished Shrinking. That just ended. Oh, I need was... to catch
0: up on Shrinking. Oh, so I watched the first couple episodes, and then I was like, I'll wait for them to stack. But right oh, now yeah, I'm trying no, to no, catch no. up on Succession because I've never seen that before. But yeah. I need to get back on Shrinking. Shrinking was really good when I watched it. I think it's more of a binge show than a weekly, though.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm the person, though. I mean, I I, I like the- I enjoy
0: it a Weekly watch, but like for yeah. a half hour show, I like to watch more than one episode. That makes sense. So, I like I sometimes will stack like Abbott. I usually stack episodes yeah. like do three to four at a time. But sorry, I interrupted you. Shrinking, no, and Ted Lasso. No, no.
1: so sh- probably shrinking and Ted Lasso. Well, it's shrinking ended, so I'm back on Ted Lasso and then Abbott Elementary always.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, no, great picks. I need to catch up on Ted Lasso because it's been three episodes and I haven't seen a single one yet. Um and uh shrinking i need to finish but right now i'm trying to power through succession uh my goal was to catch up by episode two i have nine episodes left until i catch up but i don't know if i can i don't know how much time i'm gonna have tonight to watch any so i might have to i had a plan to do 333 but we'll see what happens um in terms of me you can follow the brazilian dragon podcast on all social media platforms including our new youtube channel so if you're at all listening to this and you want to help us out on the youtube spaces give us a like and subscribe that would be appreciated um at brazil dragon pod on twitter facebook i I think i'm on facebook for uh tiktok instagram instagram is where it's mostly at but i will retweet every episode i do on my main page as well in terms of my Self, you can follow me at What the Fleep on all social media, including Venmo, if you want to support the arts of podcasting. Uh, anything that I get from the listener will go straight into podcasting. It won't go into like DoorDash. I promise you. Uh, I am interested in starting a Patreon at some point. I just don't think it's worth it at this point. Um, I don't know what incentives I would. I, I have to think about it and have a conversation with myself. We are also working towards getting a Discord going for Brazilian Dragon, and I'm excited about that. Um, but you can also, if you are in the Southern California area, I am performing at Flappers, a new set on April 16th at 5. Wait, did I not text you, Lindsay? I did not. My bad. I will be texting you right after this with the link. Uh, I'll send it to you, Brett and Jessica. Um, it's another Sunday night at 5, a new stand-up set, 6 Minutes, which Lindsay has done 15, which I don't uh, know how she did that. Um, I don't but, either. Uh, She's a very funny queen. Uh, oh, but uh, in terms of, oh, itunes same thing Lindsay said uh or apple Podcasts. uh five stars ratings and reviews are much appreciated um even if you don't give five stars just give me a rating and review because it still helps i think um, i
1: gave you one i'm pretty sure I yeah
0: am. i will double check and make sure i give you one too and if not we'll just do a little pod on pod review after um but uh lastly in terms of my pop culture plug what do i want to plug um Listen, it's been a minute since I plugged my girl Riri. Um, her performance at the Oscars was incredible. But more importantly, let's have a throwback plug. Good Girl Gone Bad, one of the best albums ever, in my opinion. Um, that's great. But also, uh, you, can, you can enjoy whatever media is speaking to you right now. And hopefully, it's the Brazilian Dragon. Uh, oh, yeah. Lindsay, we made it through Curse of the Lake Monster. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's the best part shitting on a bad movie. Absolutely um made it all worth it um but next up will be legend of the phantasaur if you have any feedback for the brazilian dragon you can tweet at either myself or Lindsay or um any of the myriad of guests that we have at brazil dragon pod or my main uh at What the fleep you can email felipe at brazilian or brazil dragon at gmail.com uh, also what you're doing will be coming back soon and gravity bros on the dragon babies feeds um to can't keep a secret right now is on hiatus uh We have a lot of things going on right now. So Um, with all that said, how do you feel about the hashtag Wanda the witch? Love it. All right. We want justice for Wanda. Um, And with that said, Lindsay, any final things?
1: Nope. Thank you again for having me though.
0: Thank you for joining me, Lindsay. Thank you for joining me, Scooby. And until next time, everyone, obrigado for listening. Bye. It's true But now solve mysteries through cartoons, movies, and other DVDs.